Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Angakidu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 14th, 2022. I'm Real Scan, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. Ginky. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't heard Ginky you in a Jean long I. minute. Ginky I haven't Jean heard I. you in a long minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and what, does, she... what 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 dies tonight? Michael Myers. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. I was watching I was watching Halloween Kills earlier today and I was like, I need oh. to send you the Halloween Kills drinking game because it will kill your liver. So that's I mean, what'll die it tonight. Every, if it's if it's every single time someone says evil dies tonight, I think <laughs> That's one of them. I think it's Chug or something and it's hilarious, but you will pass out halfway through that movie. Oh, I would think. I think as soon as they get to the hospital scene, I would be, like, dying on the floor. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. And, I mean, I I rewatched Kills twice this year. I did not rewatch these before the movie because it was a recent rewatch for both of them. I've been showing them to people who haven't seen them, so. Yeah. But I'm excited for ends because, you know, evil dies tonight right evil dies tonight and i'm very excited that i don't need to go to a movie theater to watch it i can watch it in the in midday golly gee i'm so excited (laughs) i mean i technically can but we got imax tickets yeah i think i think i i would prefer to watch it in a movie theater but i just hate assholes in movie theaters that do these kind of things i have bad experience once and i just i just don't I do too. With hor- I just don't deal with horror movies specifically at, in movie theaters. So. No, I totally get that because we've had a couple. Um, I will say the last one we saw Barbarian, we actually had a very good experience. Everyone was mm. so into it and quiet, but there was a couple others that we saw like Smile. Um, you know, that one wasn't horrible, but you could tell there's some people who don't know how to put down their phones. But. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I always see them day one because those are the people who really care about it. Then yeah. all the normies, no offense to, you know, people who aren't horror fans or, you know, go see them because they're popular. But they see them like a week or two after or the weekend. So I make sure to see it day one to get a good experience. Yeah. But yeah, with that, what have you been listening to as of late? Let's start with you, Gray. Yeah, no, I've been, I don't know why, but I had a, man, I I was craving like some Japanese, uh, not Japanese, well, yeah, it was Japanese music, but it was jazz, I was craving some jazz music this week, and so I've kind of been trying to find like a Japanese jazz band to listen to, and so I was checking out Pez and their Samurai Jazz album, which was pretty cool, pretty interesting. Uh, Earlier today, I was listening to H. Zetero's latest album, um, Kaze Machi Izuki. Like Uh, I said, Pez is a a really good group. Like I said earlier, I would highly recommend the Showmore albums. Oh, okay, yeah. Because, like like I said, I know how you feel about Showmore overall, but, you know, they're technically a jazz group. (laughs) And the the jazz album are really, really good. I know how you feel about neo-jazz, that's why... Yeah, and I was, I was, there was one other person I was, I was trying to remember their name I was listening to that they were recommended as a jazz album, and I was like, 
I was like, I don't know if this is jazz or not. Ne- Neo jazz is weird. I-, I haven't gotten my feelings on it quite yet, but mm. I, lo- I love classic jazz. I, lo- I, like, I like a good brass band with some saxophone in it. It's just my weakness. Uh, also been listening to Generation's latest release, My Turn, which featured JP the Wavy. I told you it was really good, right? <laughs> oh, man, it's fantastic. My Turn's, oh my gosh, so good. Uh, like that's a great track. Uh, Showtime by Ali is amazing and yep. just fantastic. I, I love I love that so much. It's great. If you're not listening to it, I think you're missing out. It's good. Uh, I'm still digging Last Dance Need Bye Bye by Ballistic Boys. Uh, I I don't want to beat the drum too much, but I'm I want the audience to know I'm still listening to that track. Uh, and um. LOL's latest release, Magic of a Laugh, is amazing. I love that track. It is their best track in years. And my it is really risen up. Uh, might be it's on my short list of songs that I like for the year. I just it's very it's a little different than what they typically do, but it's definitely a dance tune. And I really like it. So I, I've been enjoying that as well. And that's about everything I've been listening to. Nothing else too much. What have you been listening to, Luna? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I do well. know. I, sorry. It, my it's okay. brain has been fried. So I mainly Halloween themed things like Alice Cooper Blue Oyster Cult. I mean, you really want the truth? I I have been listening to Tommy Heavenly Six, mainly her Ice Cream Forever album, just because it has a lot of Halloween-based songs on there. She also has her Tommy's Halloween Fairy Tale EP, which I absolutely love, and her Halloween Addiction EP. So, yes, I've had those on repeat. I also, what else would I, was I really listening to? Actually, I was listening to Wagaki Band just because I've been in this weird metal phase. I went back to Miyavi, but I went back to Miyavi Miyavi, like his first album where my husband, Josh described it as gothic metal and he hated it. He was like burping in the mic and it was too heavy for him. I, I've been into a big metal streak, so bandmade. Some baby metal here and there. Um, and ones that aren't that that I was listening to, I was listening to Perfume's newest album, Plasma, because I, I really had Time Warp stuck in my head again. Mugen Loop, Saisei, Polygon Wave. I, honestly, like newer stuff. I, it's been a very, very weird couple weeks. Like Milia's newest single, Wild and Free. I, greatly enjoyed that her music newest music has been fire chan mina's newest digital single tokyo 4am has been on repeat but mainly a lot of tommy heavenly six has been playing in the car oh oh i know who i listened to uh tananka saichi i had her dear album that i played because i hadn't played it in forever in a day so i was listening to that which is fantastic she did one of the endings to fate stay night so i think that's where she's well known for what about you ken what have you been listening to 
So one of the major things that I've been listening to is the Stardom Future of Music album. If you guys don't know, Stardom is a Joshi Pro Wrestling or a Japanese female wrestling company. And I've been really hooked on them for the past like couple years now. And they finally released digitally all their entrances for a lot of their major wrestlers on it as well so i've been really listening to that a couple of the songs of notes is i've been listening to the nova princess which is a uh, wrestler himika's amazing track and one of the other tracks i absolutely love is crusade which is uh wrestler hayashi hayashi shita's utami's track but the thing is it sounds like a <laughs> it sounds like uh, a church hymn half the time so <laughs> it's very interesting blasting that in the house and just having looks from the neighbors just run by, run on by uh, one of the final things I've been listening to off of this album is Decide which is uh, Starlight Kids Oweto uh, Tai theme music so it ties the heel faction and she is a mass wrestler so it's very very interesting so overall i've been really digging that album it's probably one of my favorite albums of the year as of right now um i was also listening to worthy by soulflex soulflex had an amazing acoustic album a couple weeks ago which was beat tape which i highly highly recommend if you guys go go and listen but you know worthy is more of their traditional mixture of rap and stuff like that and i've been really really digging it like hearing syrup in a group environment again is really refreshing i was also listening to left alone which is deep sea diving club's latest single featuring uh, donichi mariko which is actually really good i was also listening to gopore Kapodi's latest single called Strawberry. They are a band that I've been kind of on the edge on, kind of taking with. And finally, I was listening to Long Take, which is Long Take EP by So Cool, which is actually phenomenal. If you guys have a chance to go and listen to it, it's actually really, really good. Another band that I've been on the fence of for a while now. Their song Ghost Dance off that EP is absolutely phenomenal. I highly recommend it. And then finally, you know, I was listening to to Tokimeki Records again. You know, Tokimeki Records, Luna knows about this, but I absolutely love them. So I've been really, really digging a lot of their works. And then finally, I was listening to Emi Noda. Emi Noda is actually a really, really interesting artist. She comes from the whole girl with the guitar thing. I know there's a little stigma with that now, but actually a lot of her cover tracks is actually really really good i really like her rendition of shining one which is really really good to hear on acoustic guitar for one thing but overall just a whole hodgepodge of things i don't really listen to anything that i usually listen to besides tokimeki but i agree with emmy noda i'm glad you mentioned her because she's really good yes 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 but yeah with that, let's kind of go into the Oricon here. Unfortunately, we don't have Music Corner, and I'll miss the Music Corner next week, so... <laughs> Dang, nib it, because it, I, all I'm going to say is I am obsessed, and I freaking love it, and I found it by a playlist. Yeah, and I I know her because she runs into our the, the artist that I usually listen to their circles i always see her in featuring stuff but we'll we'll wait to that till we get there till next week so enjoy that for for you for you and gray so 
Yep, I'm looking I forward to it. About... I haven't dived into it quite yet, but I'm oh. definitely going to be listening to it this week. I've been listening to it for two weeks uh, because I'm sorry. I just, October is insane <laughs> for me, so I should have gotten it up. Yeah, no worries. But with that, let's go on to the Orcon here. And at number 10, it is very interesting that we got a release done by, you know, Hideki Saijo because he's been in the industry for a long time. This is like his 60th anniversary. I think, yeah, it's a 60th anniversary release. And it's called um, Owada Yodu. Now, what did you guys think of Mr. Saijo Hideki's latest release here? So, I thought it was okay. I mean, I'm not super familiar with Hideki Saijo's releases. I thought Owada Yodu was, it was good. I mean, he has good vocals, but I also felt to me it was just there. It wasn't anything unique to me, but I'm very glad I got a chance to experience his music as it was a first for me. I had a lot of fun with this release. I, I really thought it was a very interesting track. It's a little different and it's done in a style that we typically don't talk about too a lot too much on here. Uh, it was pretty distinctive and I I wound up liking it overall. Uh Nai Yoru, I had a lot of fun with and uh, I thought it was really good. What's really interesting about this release overall, I mean, if you guys don't know Hideki Saijo, he's one of the big three, along with Gordo Noguchi and Hiromi Go, and the new age of Japanese music for male vocalists anyway. So he's he's a pillar pillar in the industry. And this release was technically done way back in 2006. It was from a concert that he did in America and actually was recorded in New York. So it was, was kind of interesting overall to kind of go back and listen to this style. And, you know, I I respect Hideki Saijo for what he's done with the industry. And I, I really just think that this release was okay. And I would have been okay not listening to it. <laughs> It's a, a proper release. I wish I could have saw it live, to be honest. Yeah, this seems like one of those tracks that would I, I think would enhance it if you listen to it in a live fashion. Oh, yeah, but, especially with the brass yeah. just going at it. Exactly, yeah. Uh, a, li- a live brass band is... like There's no way to replace a live brass band. Like, it's so great. So, yeah. But... For what it is, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. But yeah. Overall, Owada and I Yodu sold a lovely 4,507 copies here. And going up to Clap Clap at, by Niju at number 9 here. Nothing much more we can say about this release. But this week it sold a lovely 5,923 copies. And going on up to number 8, it is Be Selfish by Equals Love. Now, Luna... You weren't here the last time that we first initially talked about Be Love or Be Selfish by Equal Love. So how did you feel about this release? I liked it. I mean, I thought it was a solid release. However, I think My Onaka Mermaid was the best track on Be Selfish. It was absolutely fantastic and I am in love with it. But as a whole, I mean, I honestly, I love the harmonies, the vocals. I feel everything with Be Selfish was actually pretty solid. No, I didn't favorite it, but I did favorite Mayonaka Mermaid because it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, and you know, I went back to it, you know, a couple times after after the week ended when we did the episode last week, and I still feel the same. It's 
there's so much more that I think Equal Love can do, and I think the freshness of their uh, introduction to the industry has kind of started to wear off. And overall, like we can't really judge this release in the grand scope of everything because it could just be one bad single. But overall, it just wasn't hitting still. I, I can see that it took me a couple times to listen to Be Selfish. So I totally get it because I had to kind of take a second, third listen today because I wasn't sure what to think of it at first. But it did grow on me, but still not like enough to favor it. I would like yeah. to see Equal Love branch out more because I think they have phenomenal vocals. And I'd oh, like yeah. to see them take some more risks. But regardless... Be Selfish, so the lovely 7,991 copies here. And going on up to number 7, it is Suki to You Know Wa by Nogizaka46. Nothing much more we can say about this release. I'm kind of surprised that it's still been hanging on as much as it has been. I mean, the end of summer is here, so I guess so. But this week it sold the lovely 8,565 copies. And going on up to number 6, it is... Sukida Mushi by NMB48. Once again, not much we can say about this release. This week it sold a lovely 8,952 copies. And going on up to number 5, it is Shadow Effect by Diver Diva. Now, at this point, both of you have been liking, well, somewhat liking, <laughs> Love Live's latest releases here. Overall, how did you think about Diver Diva's latest release? Let's start with you, Gray. Yeah, uh, Diver Diva, I usually like Love Live lately has been doing really good, but I, I don't know. I, I wasn't feeling Shadow Effect. I I didn't care much for for it. Just it wasn't me. It's not my style. I, well, I mean, really you haven't just, been. A, you weren't a fan of Diver Diva to begin with. Yeah, overall, they they've been kind of doing this style. So I've kind of get it yes. that you weren't gonna really like this this release because like i said earlier you know when i saw diver diva i knew what i was expecting like i already yeah. had the train of thought that oh okay this is going to be one of their vocaloid is or more electronica inspired yeah. tracks here i was more surprised at last week's release more than anything but by Vroom yeah Vroom, last so. week's release was wild but you no know, and it's I'm, i am having a hard time keeping straight all the different love live groups at this point there's so many of them it, it's hard to keep straight which ones i like and which ones i don't i mean but yeah you only, you I, only I, I like did. layla <laughs> so that, you only specifically true. like layla you're lukewarm uh, on aquars and muse was muse was muse at this point we don't have a release by there was muse. that there was that rival group saint snow is really aquars. good too yeah saint that was snow good. that you really like i mean you only have yeah. to track of four three possibly. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, but yeah, Shadow Effect. Uh, it, it's definitely more of in in that vein that uh, Diver Diva does and stuff. And, and I'm certain that there are people that will like this track. It's just it's I'm I know I'm not the target audience for it, so I wasn't really digging it much. What about you, Luna? I loved it. I honestly didn't. You know, I mean, with Love Live, I know what I'm getting, but I don't, and I'm familiar with Diver Diva. Diver Diva. And I know they're kind of, I mean, like, I don't always love everything they do, but I like the techno-ish effect. And I thought their vocals were very good. I like the rap. I mean, it was very befitting, and it actually got me in a really good mood this morning. 
So I had my coffee and I was very hyper from listening to this and kind of dancing around. And I'm I mean, not dancing, but, you know, while I was walking to get coffee, I was very into the song that I didn't hear someone coming and jumped. But I honestly enjoyed Shadow Effect quite a bit. But then again, I also enjoy most of the Love Live groups and what they do. So it's no big surprise I like this one. Yeah, for me, with Shadow Effect... Like I said, I knew what I was expecting with Diver Diva, so I knew the type of song that I was going to get. You know, with their vocals are really good, and that's the only thing that I can really, really harp on with Diver Diva. And I think I've said this last time, where their releases, I mean, the vocals are on point. It's just something with the composition wasn't working for me, and just the style overall. But besides that, I mean... If, if I were to hear them in a traditional idol song, probably it'd be a little bit more interesting to hear that. But the more electronica bass style of releases that they do, it's it's something that I always have to keep my eye on when I see them and know what to expect. I'm not going to be thrown into left field here with Diver Diva, unfortunately. I would like to, just to kind of be on my toes with a release, but... Regardless, this week it sold a lovely 9,199 copies. And going on up to number four, it is Shakunetsu Romance by the lovely Kento Hiramatsu. Now, if you guys don't know, Kento Hiramatsu is one of the... He's the dance leader for Boys and Men's, the, the, the boy group here. And this is his first solo single. And as a member of... The, one of the fan clubs here for boys and men. Luna, why don't you go and explain how do you feel about this release? So, I actually greatly, greatly enjoyed Shakunetsu Romansu. I loved the beats. I thought his vocals were really good. I think it was more the composition for me that did it than anything. It just got me, I don't know how to describe it. Um, I listened to it very early this morning and it kind of calmed me down when I was having a difficult morning, so it put me in a good mood. It gave me this good feeling. I mean, I I honestly thought uh, Kento Hiramatsu's vocals are pretty good. I mean, I'm, I haven't really listened to the group enough to be, you know, judgmental on, you know, comparing their music to, you know, and his solo stuff, but I greatly enjoyed uh, Shakunetsu Romansu, and I but I also went into it thinking I wouldn't like it by looking at the cover, and I was like, this probably isn't for me. And I was taken by surprise, because I hit the plus sign about halfway into the song. Mm. And then I listened to it again. I'm, I'm glad Luna enjoyed it, and it's always nice when you, you know, you're in a bad mood and kind of find a song that kind of lifts your spirits a bit. So uh, I'm really glad she found enjoyment in it. I was expecting to... I, I kind of went into this with the opposite expectations because I've really been digging, you know, like these random solo men artists as of late who, you know, they're from like a boy group, but they're just really dropping a solo track in this style. Uh, but this one, it doesn't quite come together the way that I would have hoped. It felt like it, like some, something was missing and I, for me personally, it just doesn't quite come together the way that it should. I, I think the vocals are, are pretty solid overall, uh, but uh, 
the composition, like, I, I don't know, there, there's just something missing. Like, there's, there's not a cohesion between, like, the vocals and the composition. Like, there's just something quite not right about it. And while I thought this was a decent song overall, like, I, I, I enjoyed it a bit. I, there, like I said, there, there was just something missing from it that really just made me go, yes. Uh, and so I, I didn't hit the plus sign on this release, uh, but I appreciate uh, Kenta Hiramatsu's release, and uh, I'm eager to see kind of what, like what he does next because I did like his vocals. And while this track wasn't for me, uh, judging by his song and style, it'll probably just be a matter of time before he drops something I like. So I will definitely be on the on keeping a close eye on him moving forward until you forget three weeks from now <laughs> well yeah now that you can they've added this new function on apple music where you can star an artist and then it'll immediately update you on releases but will you remember who he is <laughs> maybe not i don't know uh my <laughs> memory be... is awful so don't bank on me be forgetting like, oh, i who's promise this guy oh how's he relevant oh he's the poison man dance leader <laughs> The thing is, this so this release was released digitally about a year ago now, so I'm I'm quite surprised to see the physical release of this come out for for Hiramatsu here. And overall, I think it was all right, you know. But the thing is, it shows why he's the dance leader. I don't think his vocals was as strong. It it matches the composition overall, and I think that's what's missing. It feels like there's no oomph there that makes me go like I understand why he did this release overall but for, for me I like I appreciate what Hiramatsu is doing because you know as one of the dance leaders obviously you're not going to expect a much more vocal intensive style of release for, for his first release here but overall I <laughs> I'm not going to judge too harshly because this is his first solo release and I can understand as boys to men it's it's very rare for them to break out into solo groups here or solo releases so there's not I'm not going to be too mean about it but <laughs> overall I thought it was alright and you are right in that regard there is just something missing but I just think that there's not that oomph there, that hook. But regardless, this week is sold a lovely nine thousand two hundred and forty, and go and going on up to number three. That tells you how I feel about this release. Is is blah 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 by Itzy, and that's how I felt about this release. Just blah blah blah. I mean, it's their second release, and if you guys don't know, Itzy is Twice's younger sister group. So, I'll tell you this much, you know, starting off here. I appreciated that they don't sound like Twice. I that That's one thing that I would have to say about this release. Well, granted, it doesn't work for me, and it's, this is not a style release that I would usually want to listen to, especially from these types of vocalists. But the one good thing is, out of the strains of releases of female idol group k-pop singers that we've been getting as of late i am very very happy that they are not chasing the twice clout 
And I agree. It sees always sounded different than twice. And I'm just going to put that out there because I am familiar with the group. And I'm their style is more dancey hip hop and I'm okay with that. I I also understand <laughs> they're definitely gearing more toward modern K-pop music, you know what the younger generation really likes. I yeah. easily see what they're geared toward. Did I like blah blah blah? I did. Do I think it's perfect? No. I I have my issues with it, but I did like it. I honestly think ITZY does have great vocals and great rap. I actually think they sounded pretty good, you know, in vocally, rap-wise. I will say that composition doesn't always match, which is my only gripe. I, but I, there were some things in the composition I did not like. You take some of those things out, then I would have gave this a way more thumbs up. But I did like the dancey style. However, it kind of goes... It, it's... I'm trying to think. In a way, I'm doing that thing where it's like, I like things about it, but I don't. However, I, I do like it sees a whole. I do think they're a talented group. I'm glad they are doing something different and they're standing out more than some of the other groups that are coming over. And that can be good and bad depending on the style you like. But I mean, I I will say they're not for everyone. It really is. If you like the style, you'll probably like it. If you don't, you're obviously not going to like them. Yeah. Me, I wasn't really in the blah, blah, blah. It just... This felt like a string in uh, a like a because it seems like almost every week we've been talking about one K pop girl group kind of after the other. And I, I don't know, for, for me, it's just been like this like one after the other. And I felt like blah 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 is just kind of another one of these songs, I guess. And but the thing, uh, the thing is, like, like I, I get it. It's it's different enough vocally that I can I have to give it that edge. It doesn't sound like a, another Twice song and every other group that's came after Twice that sounds fairly similar. Unfortunately, that they've been chasing that cloud. That's the only thing vocally wise that I mean. This the release wasn't for me. I'm just gonna be out there and I I the other gripes that I have is going to be the same as yours, Gray. But to call it fairly similar in that regard, in in the streams of releases that we have released or that we have heard back to back to back, I can't agree with you there. I, I mean, and, and to each his own, I guess. This is like, I I don't know. Like, I just didn't have when like when I I saw the group and I saw the name of the title. I I was like. I have a feeling what this is going to sound like. And then when I listened to it, I was like, this lived up to my expectations. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't listen to the, the, the genre enough to really notice a nuance or difference. I, th- I will say they don't sound anything like twice. And so and that's the point. That's my yeah, whole thing. Yeah. They don't sound like yeah. twice, but every other group that we've talked about last week, Sounded like twice. Yeah, I guess we had this exact conversation, and that's my point. That's my point. 
they are at least trying. Granted, it's not working, but they're yeah. trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I and don't I know. can appreciate that, yeah. even though it's a horrible release in my standards and for your standards, it's a horrible release. But I can appreciate for Itzy themselves at least trying to not sound like Luna. Not trying to sound like what Luna was doing with Luminous last week. Fair enough, yeah. I, I get, I, that's fair enough, but yeah. Uh, I, I won't be... I, I won't be signing up for any Itzy concerts in the new no, future. No, yeah, no. Trust me, I won't be either. Yeah. But I yeah. can appreciate that, you know... At least they're trying to not sound like twice, and I can kind of understand that. They, if K-pop is going to be successful, which I mean it already is, all these girl groups need to sound differently and sound their own. And granted, me and you, Gray, aren't going to be the ones that are going to be loving these styles of groups. No, no, trust me, no, trust me. Yeah. And that aside. We can't. We won't be able to tell overall K-pop sounding styles. But this Itzy themselves, upon first listen, I can tell that they don't sound like what we were listening to the last couple weeks. Yeah, they sound completely different than Luna because I also am familiar with them because I've I've listened to both their Korean stuff. So totally and understand that and it sounds and different get, that's why i do like them and i'll just and put that out why. there what 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 what, what luminous i i don't know if you listen to that release or not and luna is kind of twice so they're not twice but they're also a bigger girl group like twice's i mean luna also splits up members does a lot of collabos and all that stuff but in general yeah i mean luna is to most people who don't listen to k-pop you're going to think they're another twice group. And I mean, a lot of them, the bigger girl groups, especially K-pop, a lot of them have that similar sound, just like when Girls' Generation came out back in the day. And a lot of the other groups that followed also had a similar sound. So I feel like a lot of artists do hit on Twice's success because they hear that sound that's successful, do the same thing. So, I I mean, mean, even if you... I mean, it's that's the thing with K-pop, though. You know, once... And that's the thing that I think all three of us can agree with, with specifically K-pop and transitioning into Japan or worldwide for that matter, is once they have a hit on their hands, it's a copy game at that point. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're going to hear a lot of similar artists. And that's, you know, like it's here or not, you know, one of the things I did notice is they did something different than other groups. And I'm going to put that out there like 21 and 4 Minute back in the day did something different, you know. But then you, so I even though blah, blah, blah. No, I, I do have gripes with it. Did I like it? Yes. But I like that it sounds different than what, you know, you normally hear that hits the charts. You know, I, I think we need to at least table this as I'm writing it down, Gray. <laughs> writing this, this topic down. That, that's I think good. We, that, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Write it down. This is yeah. a topic that I think we really need to talk about within the next couple of months here. And not specifically just K-pop, but just their transition into the international market. And I, 
ideally will will be a little bit i think that that will be the episode a lot of people will probably be listening to for the first time honestly if i'm going to be completely frank there if they're the the five listeners that listen to this podcast i think that will be the the episode that if we hit the right chord which i know we probably will when we're talking about k-pop we're gonna probably be a little bit on the eye there (laughs) But yeah, and let's it's... table this this conversation for now because I know once we kind of snowball into it, we're not going to stop. I, I oh, I agree. Me, I know one hundred percent. But it is a conversation that we do really need to desperately have because K-pop is huge. K-pop is huge, not just in the Japanese market, but worldwide. But unfortunately, yep. where does ninety percent of all the other groups go? They go to Japan. Yep. The 10% that make it, that hit it to the U.S., they do very, very well. But that's very, very rare. Very, very rare. But regardless, you know, blah, 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 it sold, all right, it sold 29,271 copies. And going on up to number two, it is Hoshisoda No Ceremony slash Circle of Seasons by the Alfie. Now, I knew what to expect when we got the Alfie here, and... This is a, a traditional style of 80s music. And we just kind of got off this conversation a couple of weeks ago, I believe, Gray, with with Glay, where, yes. you know, they are an 80s style. They are they they lived in the era. And unfortunately, they haven't really moved on from that era. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was a decent release, from the Alfie, and I, I don't think this is particularly bad uh, by any it's, means or whatnot, it's, but... It's not as glaring as an issue yeah. as it was with with Glaze release. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but I I was like, it, it's okay. It's I will say, it's nice to see a group like the Alfie hit number two, because uh, it, it's rare that we have a group this style that really hits this high on the charts. So it, it's kind of nice to see them up there. But this release was all right. I, I, I wasn't mean, we, crazy we, about we, it. We've mm. always seen them on the charts digitally, granted much lower because of the, yes. how the digital charts was. But, you know, physically, on the physical charts, it's it did very, very well. So Yeah, and like I said, this is a decent release, but I, I don't think it turned me into an Alfie fan. <laughs> I don't think By we any... all... No, I don't think we yeah. were... I think all of us were kind of just all right with the Alfie because we understood where they're coming from. But yeah. Yeah, before yes. we kind of just go more into that talk, what about you, Luna? How did you feel about Hoshi, Hoshi Soda no Ceremony and Circle of Seasons here? I mean, Hoshi, no, uh, Hoshi, Hoshi Soda no Ceremony and Circle of Seasons, I mean, they're okay. It's there. I mean, I know what I'm getting with the Alfie. Like you said, Ken, I say this every time about them. They're 80s style. I know what I'm getting. Just like you mentioned, Glay. I do love Glay. I have a soft spot for them, but they haven't changed. To me, the Alfie hasn't changed. So no matter what release I'm getting, I I know what I'm getting. Yeah, there might be certain songs I like more than others, but being honest, like if I want to listen to the Alfie, I'm going to go back and listen to their early stuff. Although, I mean, you know, but I thought Hoshi Soda No Ceremony and Circle Seasons was okay. Um, honestly, I'm going to go listen to Glay because I do prefer them over the Alfie. But <laughs> like you said, you know, you know what you're getting. It's Alfie is Alfie. Yes. But 
Regardless, this week I saw the lovely 30,267 copies here. And going on up to number one, it is Zit Tai Inspirations by SKE48. And I don't know about you, Luna, but I, I will agree with you here, Gray. This is probably SKE's best release in the last couple of years. Uh, yes, this was a... I, I really enjoyed this release. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, I liked all five tracks on this release. Uh, uh, the special Z edition. Yeah, yeah, the special edition. And uh, Zetai Inspiration, yeah, I did. I had fun with it. It's uh, best. It's their best release since, in, in my opinion, uh, Ikinari Punchline. Yeah, and... Which is, you know, gosh, that was like three, three, four years ago at this point. It's, it's been a long time since that song it came out. It was when Jurina was in the group, so it's been a yep. while. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, this is a, like I said, I liked all the tracks on this release. This was fantastic. I hit the plus sign on this. But uh, I will say, I don't think this captures SKE back in their heyday by any means. They still have a oh, long no, ways won't. to go. <laughs> it won't. No, nothing will reach but, SKE 48 back in their heyday with, um, I'm trying to find the song where they they reach, uh, it won't reach Otoroki. It won't reach Otoroki. And that was back in 2011, over 10 years ago at this point. Yeah, but I, like I said, I, I, I really like this. I, I, I'd like them to continue down this road because I would be happy. You know, releases like this, I think, work and really plays to the strengths of what the 48s can do right now. So I'm, you know, I like this. Uh, we'll wait and see what they do for their next release. Uh, I've learned with the 48s to not get too hopeful that they'll crush them pretty quickly. So uh, they they did have a good release in my in my two cents and I, I liked it a lot. So uh, we'll we'll see what they do next and we'll take it from there. So I didn't. I do agree that it is probably one of the best songs they've had in a while. My last favorite one was Mushiki no Ido. I'm just gonna put that out there. No, there yeah. was another one I really liked. Now I can't think of what it was, and it was not Ikinari Punchline because I didn't care for that one. Uh, but I mean, I, I just didn't, honestly, I just didn't care for Zentai inspiration. I don't know. It wasn't for me. I, I do think it's one of the best songs in a while. Still not my thing, but I did love Watashi no Toke. I thought that was absolutely amazing. It was more my style. I thought their vocals yeah. were great and that was like, I loved it. So that would be the one I would recommend, but I, I mean, Zentai Inspiration just isn't for me, but I do recognize that out of all the things they've done in the last couple of years, this is probably the best. Yeah, you know, overall, like, I've, I have appreciated SKE48s a little bit more, <laughs> just, just to add more, because one of the, one of the members in SKE48, especially in Team Team K2 as of right now is Yuki Arai and she is currently <laughs> she is currently the tag champions for Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling so I kind of find it funny that they have an actual wrestler on there and she goes pretty hard um, it's not light hits here it's they go 
pretty pretty hard for for their releases or for their matches here and overall i've been really really liking what they're trying to do they've been kind of a little mixed up here because of trying to gather some type of semblance of a of a inspiration so to speak of how they're gonna want to try and do everything with since juju and left and i think they finally kind of did it so but also the reason why you liked watashi no toke luna was because only one member was singing it <laughs> yep yeah some re i for me sometimes i prefer when it's one member or two, yeah. I don't always like all the members coming together because sometimes I just don't feel that emotion as much. I don't feel that connection. I mean, some yeah. groups I do, some I don't, but with the Thai inspiration, it just didn't make me feel any emotion or connection to it. Well, yeah. the, the thing you have to keep in mind, you know, because it's, you know, it is literally, you know, all the members coming together and just like some things get lost in the crowd. And yeah. and that, that that's definitely just something you have to keep in mind, so... Personally, I liked Katamori Forever and Watashi no Adui Keikita, um, specifically yes. for me. Um, this is Suda Akari's graduation song, that's why. So this was her graduation single, technically. And honestly, SKE doesn't have any of the original members at this point. <laughs> I think they only yeah, have I was, one. Yeah, I was, I was thinking uh, they're out of original members by this point. Yeah, so you know, for them, it it's it's interesting how they're gonna do. Yeah, like the last one was Sudakati. Like they only have, they only have uh, Saito Makiko, who is from Generation Two, and hell, yeah, I mean Sudakati was technically Gen Three by all all sense and point, but she's she's gone at this point and they're they're losing members so so very interestingly enough that they need to recover fairly fast and and if it's anything like zittai inspiration they'll be there but regardless it sold all right it sold a wonderful two hundred twenty five thousand four hundred and twenty four copies here and let's continue on to the album's real fast and unfortunately, there's not much of note. <laughs> I mean, you got the, the you got <laughs> Yumi Matsuto, who's also there. I mean, it's it's Yumin. It's her another one of her best albums here. I felt like we just was over a, a anniversary album a couple years back, but that was her forty fifth best of album, her anniversary album, and. I can't believe we started doing the podcast over five years now at this point. Man, time flies. But that's pretty much the only thing of note here. I mean, you got Takashi use Relove and Repeace, but not, 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 not much here. But regardless, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ungakudu. You can find us on all social media platforms at Ungakudu on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on the website at ongakudu.com where we talk about the Japanese music releases and a bunch of interviews as well. You can also check out our affiliates, Koryu Hunter, who is a retro Twitch streamer. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash 
Curry Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also check out Timber Taff, who just came back from Romania, and he's going right into Resident Evil 8. Hopefully he can finish it. I, I, we still haven't done our spoiler cast, and at this point we're going to probably do the special edition of Resident Evil, including the DLC for that spoiler talk, soon enough. But you can check him out at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out your sister, Luna Rose, who's probably very excited about all the Final Fantasy XIV stuff. But you can check her out at touch.tv slash rainstarkity, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out Fangirl Has No Name, who is an author of Schmuck Books. I gotta ask, did you, were, were you able to read Fangirl's book, by the way, Luna? No, I have so many books, but I'm hoping maybe this November, December, I can get to it. Yes, yes, yes. Let, let me know how you feel about it. <laughs> it's just a lot of lines. Like I said, I, I, I showed you some of the lines because I'm, I'm going to do the audiobook for it. And uh, I'm going to get a nice 5K from that. But it's uh, I, I've said lines that I never thought I'd say in my life. <laughs> but you can check her out. Twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast. Uh, the- podcast where me fangirl Kuryu, and timber talk about the game and industry called pod this past week we've had a a affiliate of kyo's a streaming group called retro stories his name is chris naga and we were talking about all the wonderful things we were talking about yakuza we were talking about death stranding a little bit of final fantasy 14 and national scissoring day because it just so happened that the day we were recording it was national scissoring day never can get that on my mind now but yeah Great. you can check that Thank out you. by listening to yeah yeah <laughs> it was <laughs> you can check that out by listening to Podsource, and you can look it out at checking out all podcast streaming services by looking up Corey Hunter, same as his Twitch handle as well. You can check out me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, I Naibo, Roboco, Herobo, and all the wonderful things there. And where can we find you, Luna? You can find me on several of the social medias, such as Twitter, My Name List, and May Planet, Kitsu, Letterboxd, as Luna Maria87. You can also find me on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna. I post about what I'm watching, what I'm listening to. And right now it is spooky season, my favorite season. So you're going to see me post about a lot of horror movies, such as Children of the Corn. Is. I've been slowly going through all these sequels, which are freaking wacky, wild, fantastic. But I love bad movies, so don't listen to me. But <laughs> follow me there. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. But yeah, I want to say thank you so very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakudio. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and take care. Bye-bye. This is Luna. Thank you so much for listening to today's, ep- today's episode. Hope you enjoyed. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.